Hell is real. To what extent is unclear. But the Church of Avacyn needn't have fables of fiends when they came unbidden, all too real, cackling in the night. There are holes that Cathars know about, gaping mouths of flame and sulfur. They dispense the biddings of chaos and torment, crazed devils in seemingly infinite amounts and scheming demons never truly to be slain. They were portals to so much malign. And from a young age, Lady Vokter was enchanted. It was one trip on an urgent journey that her mercantile father took her through the needle's eye, her seat in the carriage barely raising her eyes above the draped windowsill. It was there over the teeth of the earth she saw its activity. The Ashmouth. A maw of Stygian forces glowing with an ambient menace. It lit the darkening mountains in a warm and consuming radiance that felt as though it threatened to draw her off the teetering peaks. Only her father's shouts roused her from her encompassing focus as he bellowed at the teamster to move them faster away from the leathery sounds of pursuing wings. But she never forgot that feeling. She swore to find it again. There was so much out there. And she needed it all. All right, so we're in the basement, right? Um, all right, so... <laughs> <laughs> I think we walked back upstairs after uh, shutting down a demon ritual. No, there was We didn't smoke. shut it down very well. We this just don't like, out of there. A blessing or something. I think we're going to have to fight a demon. This is good. This is, this is strong. Uh, okay, so last time on Curse of Innistrad... Uh, having dealt with the threat that was, uh, well, dealt with at least the physical threat that was uh, Lady Wachter, or Wachter, and a, so a few of the defenses she had on her person, including what seemed to be a small devil and a geist that she kept about her property for who knows exactly what reasons, uh, you interrogated some of her staff, um, investigated her house searching for the treasure that had been prophesied to be there, a sword of moonlight, and... In the process of doing so, you uncovered the many conspiratorial hiding places she kept about her uh, estate, as well as uh, a rather troubled young girl that she kept under lock and key uh, that is primarily identifying herself as a cat. Um, following talks with her and the situation about that, you did end up finding the sword that was prophesized as far as you could tell from your assumptions. However, it had no blade and made no motion to have one despite uh, various toying with it so far. In the process of continuing to look about the house, you found a passageway leading to a obscured basement, which uh, upon stepping through were assaulted by a number of relatively uh, poorly armed undead that you dispatched quickly and found yet another secret room filled with a few, I suppose the best term would simply be to say cult members that seem to have uh, an affiliation with Lady Vokter. I look for secret doors. Room in addition to a number of... I went all Jimmy Buffett in a crowd of skeletons. (laughs) (laughs) In addition to arcane sigils and various oddities in that room, as you resolve the issue with the cultists, you noted that there was an invisible figure that moved towards the ceiling where the smoke seemed to gather and never dissipate exactly, but not fill the room more. 
I missed that part because I would have shot a bunch of silver crossbow bolts at it if someone brought that to my I, attention. I think we walked outside and shut the door. Yeah, and then um, someone in front of it. I will, I will remind I that someone tested the it. ceiling. Yes, you uh, used a thorn whip towards the ceiling and felt that it met no resistance, despite reaching far enough that it should have touched the ceiling. Beyond that, two of uh, one of the cultists you knocked unconscious. One of them is killed, and two more are cowering in a corner. Did we disrupt the symbol on the floor? No, no it, it was it's cut into the stone. Yeah, we have a sick ass shovel, and also we ended pretty quickly after the fight ended. That's true. Um, you all became very concerned about the state of the room, and at that point is when we left off. So, all of you are gathered down here in this basement. Smoke is worrying. Never a good sign. Uh, can I roll something knowledge related? I got basically all of them for uh one particular any. Cipher. I guess like what the relevance of the fact that the physical ceiling is no longer there in the right place in that massive smoke with that symbol. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll me an arcana check. I mean, let's see. I have history, arcana, medicine, religion, <laughs> all of them. Yeah, I think this is uh, arcana, or at least at the moment. And it's a one. It's a natural so, one. It's going to be great. I mean, it's odd, clearly. There's no mistaking <laughs> that. And you know that there's so- clearly some supernatural effect, as is not entirely uncommon in Innistrad. Beyond that, the exact capacity of it is beyond anything you've researched. This is step six of a Stensian cheesecake recipe. Okay, real quick. So when you're set, okay. She didn't meet resistance where the ceiling would be or where the thing that moved around would be? Where the ceiling would be. It's an okay. infinite, infinite ceiling now. New plan. I crawl through the portal and become the Doom Slayer. And well, I'll see you guys later uh, in the future <laughs> on Phobos. <laughs> I'm going to get one of these cultists... I like the cut to, of your jib. And try to interrogate him. <laughs> sure. Uh, you grab one of the still conscious man, uh, a wiry individual who uh, is wide-eyed as you grab him. Y- y- yes. Y- your, yes. Survi- your survival is going to be very dependent on how helpful you are. He glances to his side, uh, eyes as wide as possible, trying to uh, gauge the situation around him, looking at the other cultist next to him, but immediately turns back to you with a big gulp. No passing notes. <laughs> All right. Uh I, yeah, yes. What was the ritual meant to do? Real quick, are we all out of the room? Like, is Nick out of the room or is he still hanging out in there? I figure anyone who's still in the room is still in the room. Uh, you, you dragged your pogs places you wanted to be. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. You exactly. don't know? It's been there since the moment I arrived here. I, we haven't, apparently it was to summon up wealth, at least partially. There was gold sprinkled about from time to time, many pieces of electrum. Would any of the three of you know more? Cut their hands off, see how long it takes them to start talking. I'm I'm serious, I'm telling everything I know. Would any of you know better? The other one, uh, conscious individual next to him, um, I, I don't specifically know what's there. Either the seal was there from before she had us down here. Apparently things had been this way for a while, but that we could use it to our benefit. Wealth was definitely something. I, She had other plans, but... Did you expect to get wealth for free? We had. The cost just hadn't come yet. 
So this was not on Vokter's orders. She had us down here. She suggested we come here, we su- that we could praise into things that would grant us benefits in our lives. She would be a rather poor mistress of a household if she allowed these simpletons to summon demons in her basement. So it's come to this. Idiots performing demonic rituals they don't understand in the basements of noblemen's houses. Is there anything you can tell me that's going to convince me to keep you alive? The one who spoke up second, and brushy hair and scraggly beard, seems a loss for words, his sounds catching in his throat. The other one who spoke first, I, ans- I answered everything I could. You said that's what I need to do to stay alive. Did you know what was happening on the second floor? I'm not sure what you're talking about. What? What it was? What was happening on the second floor? There she were maybe the two things happening on the second floor. I, Charles, this I don't know. We never room. went in the house. You've simply been under here, locked in the basement. We don't behind a fake wall. Forever. Behind zombies. There is a cellar door that leads to the outside. There were skeletons. Elyria's gonna call to Nick and you be like, "Get out of there!" I'm gonna cast something so that if it comes out, it's gonna at least get hurt. Uh, I think whatever the ritual is, it's over. Mm, just in case. Doesn't hurt still, to cast. I look inside. Is there still a portal around the ceiling? It's just smoke, right? I oh. poke my sword through the smoke to where the ceiling should be. Uh, make me an investigation check. It takes the sword. Oh, no. <laughs> and then you crawl in and become the Doomslayer or whatever Do I have you said. Because I'm using a sword? No. I'm really good at using swords. I don't give a fuck. What might notice without looking closely? You're just as good as anyone else at sticking into a cloud of smoke and seeing what happens. (laughs) Oh, okay. Then I rolled an eight. Okay. You, while everyone else is talking, you step into the room and lift your sword up towards the ceiling. It's a bit high, so you uh, need to grab something else to stand on. Luckily, there are a number of chairs. But I'll just use my cones. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, you switch it to pipe form with a ka-chunk and uh, poke it into the ceiling. And certainly it goes up much higher than it has any right to, being obscured beyond the smoke. Um, You're not really sure exactly where the smoke is thick almost patterned like the stone but you see little glimpses of a pale orange in between the smoke hey nick the ritual's not done this is basically a portal to hell <laughs> did you not hey nick that? get out of there let me cast something <laughs> fine <laughs> do i have any bombs that i could throw into hell i don't <laughs> <laughs> do i have any specific hell bombs alternatively can we harness it for Argon Energy? Whenever Nick gets out of there, I'm going to cast Wind Wall, which goes up to 50 feet long, and it's 15 feet high, and it's one foot thick. Um, anything that enters its area must take make a strength saving throw, and a creature takes 3d8 on a failed save or half on a successful one. Oh, clever. It's not getting through without getting hurt somewhat. <laughs> You might be able to use it to gauge the distance in, too. Oh, yeah, that's true. It goes at least 15 feet. It goes 15 feet high. So does that do anything to the smoke? <laughs> um, yeah, as you uh, lift up 
and the wind ends up rushing into that area, you channeling uh, pale green from the edges of your arms that catches in your eyes before it fills up the line. And the two braziers along that area gutter and blow out entirely, being knocked aside with a clang, 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 clang. The ceiling also becomes a roiling mass as the smoke moves about, and you can see more clearly and smell more clearly as it moves about. The smell of burning, of brimstone, and of orange flickering light from what looks almost to be part of a gash at the edge of the ceiling, you can see. Yes, that's definitely a hell portal. This, I will mention, is a thing very few of you have probably seen. Pictures, perhaps, especially for those of you that have been trained. But likelihood, the only ones who would have seen this would be uh, Conrad, Grimhild, and Grove. Yeah, I got no reason to think Faust is focused on either the theoretical or practical. Okay, the travel things. I'm like, what? Sometimes this sort of thing... thing, It is worth noting, there are not many of these. They show up from time to time. But there are not a ton of just portals into hell. The actual concept of what hell is is something that, other than in a metaphorical sense, is not really something that is easy to research as it is incredibly inhospitable. Devils pour from it like a seeping wound, and demons have been known to emerge from it at times if they decide it is opportune for them to do so. But beyond that, there isn't too much specific knowledge about them. Some Cathars are stationed outside of a few of the well-known ones. Uh, Instancia, the largest known one, is the Ashmouth, an immense one, almost a volcano, belching smoke and ash over one of the passes. And there's the Devil's Maw over in Kessig, which is the other major one that people know of, caught beneath waterfalls, constantly boiling and bubbling. Smaller ones show up from time to time, often in broken fissures and edges of mountains. To find one inside of a structure, even this small, is odd, to say the least, worrying at at the very smallest you could think. Yeah, Grove is probably at this time kind of looking for the load-bearing walls, kind of checking everything out because his idea is, we might just have to bring the house down. (laughs) He's not saying that. He's probably going to check around for stuff. I mean, torching the house isn't a bad idea overall. Yeah. Oh, not torching the house. There's still a structure. We're talking, like, demolition. Faustus watches him and says, are you finally coming around to the idea of burning the house down? I think we want something a little more permanent. Exposing this to air can only do good things for us. I was thinking of burying it deeper than it is now. Nobody wants to live here. I'd There's not even a tree to plant on it. I'd actually be almost that might work. To, I'd, I'd actually be worried to break up the circle beneath it. The last thing we need is a group of tunneling demons underneath the town. Do you think breaking the symbol would either free the portal or turn it off. All I know is I've seen my fair share of uh, cultists, and usually the circle is to keep something in. Hey, Illyria. Yes, hey, but what? the one thing we know... Roll me 3d8. Okay. Oh, God, no. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Already. I'm glad I cast this. I'm so glad I cast this. <laughs> the one thing we know is that whoever built that portal does not want the same things we want. Oh, space. I believe she's probably not wanting much anymore. She's dead. (laughs) Okay. Um, You all see as there is a loud (laughs) noise. Looking over to where the rushing and blowing of winds is, though it is loud, does not overcome that sudden 
expulsion of pain. And you see a red-skinned figure, uh, the size of maybe a child, flung to the other side of the room. Buffeted inside about the room by the wind. Yes, inside the rooms. <laughs> yes, like a bug catcher. This was such a good idea. Wait, does, does the wind wall so you sustain that? And it's like whenever anything hits it, it takes 3d8? Yes. Um, so I can't throw anything through it, can I? Damn. It's not it so. projectiles if they aren't like essentially a cannon. Um, the devil covered in small spines and again, size of almost a toddler, but a lot more narrow tail uh, flicking about, looks to you and bears its fangs with a <laughs> and scuttles back up the wall. Does it like enter and exit the circle? Uh, as it was rebuffed by the wind, it traveled across the circle. And it didn't seem in any way bothered? No. Alright, my my thoughts on the matter are beginning to change. Mm. Faustus is going to stand at the door and cast uh, the chill touch cantrip over and over as long as you can see the thing. <laughs> sure. Uh, just, just make me one of those rolls. <laughs> no, don't go uh, in there. Don't go in there, you'll get hurt. Oh, uh, he's not actually no, going I'm, I'm in. Sorry, I'm sorry to tell you, I could actually considerably bigger than this thing. This thing's closer to like a torch fiend. <laughs> 18 natural plus a bunch of bonuses should hit with gusto, I think. Uh, yeah, that will definitely hit. <laughs> Six and the one. old seven. Seven necrotic damage. The old skeleton poke. As it starts grabbing uh, into the smoke line, a hand of uh, wispy necrotic energy flies out and almost caresses at its side. And you can see as its body laxes on that part before it can finish climbing. And in this asynchronous action, it tries to hold itself up with what muscular it retains before collapsing and falling down the wall and crashing into a pile at the edge with a very light noise, almost like a bird falling out of the sky. That's one. I'd be the first scout. Uh, Then I think we best not let any report back. Won't they get curious when no scouts come back? If only, I'd st- if only I'd started my knowledge of holy magics earlier. They may get curious when no scouts return, but it's better than letting scouts return with information. Odds. Either way, we have what we came here for. Oh, she'll look to Faustus. This will keep up for about a minute. Good to know. <laughs> yeah, it is, considering the length of conversation, it is probably starting to dissipate around now. Just start walking over. So... Is is the is the yellow wall something damaging or oh that's the wind wall? That's the wind wall. That was me just being like, this is the thing I made. It's fifty feet long in any shape or configuration I want, but for this time it worked just to do straight across. However, at this point in time, it has faded. Yeah. All right, cultus. <laughs> get some stairs, <laughs> but not really much of a specific response to that, other than fearful glances. Carry your friend. Uh, Faustus is going to carefully try to... Are there any loose stones under the circle? Um, as you mean, like, composing part of the body of the circle? Yeah. Um, is it would it be possible to stick, stick the point of his staff in and potentially pry a stone out of place with part of the circle on it? Make me a strength check. 
I don't think I'm going to. I just I want to know if it looks like it might be a possible course of action. Okay, theoretically doable. Um, it's mostly a solid block, but it's not like someone imported the finest solid sheet of rock in here. This is the structure that was already here to begin with, carved out of it. So there's a few pieces that are a bit weaker or have uh, smaller rock formations like in it. So someone strong like Grimhild could potentially break it apart. Yeah, you could, with just like a couple moments of chipping, probably get some uh, chunks of different composition off of it. Yeah, I got 14 strength. I got a passable shot at it. <laughs> I mean, you could try. Yeah. You're stronger um, than Illyria. Do, do, devils, do devils all fly? Or no, just... it's very rare for them to. There are a few that do. Okay, but it's just kind of random if they do. It's like little shitty ones can fly and big awesome ones can fly too. Yeah, yeah, they have to, uh, the, have to have the really little leather wings or the really big leather wings. <laughs> well, it, it's worth reminding. Because no, the one upstairs was a little tiny. Bat. Yes, uh, I, but I want to mention here that it is worth reminding that there's a big difference between demons Demon and devils. And a devil. Yep, a devil or these shitty. Okay, but for everyone's clarity, so like there are no big ones with wings. They, they just don't happen that way. Okay, demons have wings almost always. There are a few that don't. Right. But they're huge. So. <laughs> and we are up Shit's Creek if one of those happen. My question, um, are devils like the precursors to demons in no. this sort of situation? In fact, it's probably while, both, while both reside in hell and have things resulting as it, demons are intelligent, almost as a rule. There are a few of them, they're almost always ruthless, and some of them are crazed, but they're not idiots. <laughs> well, no. Devils universally are. <laughs> Okay. Devils are beings that constantly just exist in hell. No one really knows how they reproduce or what they do, what they do, but they are beings of chaos more than specifically evil, though evil is the fastest way to chaos. And they come from hell and come out frequently and wildly. It's hard to steer them to do your bidding, but it's doable by giving them things they might enjoy. Demons, on the other hand, are... A different sort of capricious. They require attention and sacrifice and ask things of you. Um, they demons will not inherently pour from a wound in the world. Okay. One other thing worth noting, though, is that devils are dangerous because, I mean, they have flame and claw and tooth, but they also have many number. While demons are infrequent, but you can't kill them forever without an angel. It does not happen. Their souls return beyond hell and form a new body on the other side. In other words, Liliana's fucked. <laughs> no, she, um, she she does a good job of killing. Don't worry about her. Now, that is not necessarily knowledge all of you would know, but I'm giving it a setting knowledge. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. like, those of you with the church, I think, are actually probably the only ones who do, but you would know this. Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, Grove yeah. knows these little bastards pop out. And, his best and I guess Grimhild would know the majority of that, not necessarily, like, <laughs> specifically all of it. Yeah. yeah. But uh, like you know that like devils come up a lot, killing demons doesn't work forever. Also, I doubt I've killed a demon. Oh, you've definitely not killed a demon. None of you have killed a demon. You may have you may have um, been part of something where a demon got killed, but you didn't do it yourself alone or anything. How does one close one of these things? Uh that's a good question. Yeah. You don't the, know. Have the has one ever been closed? I don't know. Does religion help? The resident scholar blew it, so good luck. Can I roll athletics to close it with my hands? It is. Oh, <laughs> you can certainly try. How about okay, animal so handling? Would <laughs> would rolling religion help? Since I've been in a bunch of like church 
Oh yeah, like an exorcism thing or something. Like church sure, stuff. sure, hit me up with it. That is in eighteen. Okay, you have encountered this sort of thing before. Again, you've seen at least one in person, Ashmouth from a distance, and very likely. Uh, well, I'll leave it to you. Have you ever encountered one of these while traveling through any of the Stentian hills and mountains? Um, I probably had somewhat limited time in Stentia itself. Do they only happen in Stentia mainly? That's really the majority of the place where they open randomly. Hmm. I think I've been here one, and I've been here once before, so probably as like sort of a lesser action during the whole Moor campaign thing. Okay. The course is if they open at random points, rifts in the mountains and the ground itself, almost seeming to swallow up individuals. Uh, in those cases, that they close relatively quickly. In fact, um, they open up, spew out vile spawn, swallow whatever is above them, and then within the course of an hour or two, at longest a day, vanish. So they just kind of burn themselves out. Yeah, when it comes to at least the ones that don't seem to have a cause. As to the larger ones or the ones with cause, well, ones with cause you don't specifically know about. And as for larger ones, they seem inexorable. Left to their own devices. Tell portals tend to close. Maybe we should cut the circle. Okay. Some of the stones may be pryable, and we can always bring the house down on it. I'm going to, I'm going to turn my silver sh- my silver shovel blade into a silver shovel. I've got this. <laughs> I'm going to fuck up that circle. Okay, make me a strength check. I'll cover him with crossbows. Do uh, I get advantage for having the right tool for the job? <laughs> no, because you don't use a shovel to break stone. <laughs> you should have got an enchanted jackhammer. Come on. <laughs> Fine. Oh, uh, my pad <laughs> my steamroller, of course. Twelve. Okay. Yeah, I mean you don't get a huge chunk of it gone. You don't remove like a squares worth or anything. But um a number of pebbles and uh, a few larger chunks of somewhat more crystalline-looking pieces come up with your blade as you chip away at it over the course of a couple minutes. Cool. The largest one is uh, about an inch and a half across in kind of a jagged, triangular shape. Well, I broke it. Hopefully you need the whole thing. Is there anything we need upstairs? Can we dispose of this place yet? Uh, the, Unfortunately, we cannot. The cat. So just finger quotes. There is, um, there's an, uh, there's an abused child up there. There's a what? Cat? I know how a child raised as an animal. He looks in a stony silence. A child raised as an animal? Yes, that's, that's what I said. It's, it's a complicated situation, but that is the least complicated way to put it. He uh, turns and heads up the basement stairs. I think it took that well. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go after him now. Yes, I guess. I think I'll sit down here and watch this. I'll just send someone down when it's time oh, to figure out. Yeah. Uh, here. He just um, undoes the string holding his bag of ball bearings and just spills them into the room with the pentagram in it. <laughs> These are going to take forever to clean. We're going to have to leave quickly. Ah! A devil drops down. Whoop, 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 whoop. That's why I asked whether they were winging it as a race or not. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking Abbott and Costello meet the devil <laughs> uh, it's like a DC 13 dex check maybe they're clumsy <laughs> I mean we already know they're stupid can't hurt I guess I could always buy more ball bearings 
Yeah, Falista stomps upstairs and then up the second set of stairs. Yeah, the rest of you can hear as he climbs up the stairs the sound of uh, boots being set to wooden steps. Yeah, just follow the follow the smell. Oh god, Abyssin above us and hell once below us. So yeah, as you make the couple of rounds that bring you up to the second story, uh, clicking of boot heels on wooden steps, you find yourself uh, in the sort of hallway with a number of open doors leading to side rooms. Um, one leading to uh, a darker one than the rest of them. It does not seem to be lit by much. Um, and you can smell uh, a mixture of unpleasant uh, bodily substances. What do you do, Faustus? Yeah, he'll go and uh, look into the smelly room. Uh, inside, you can see a very thin girl, barely better than emaciated, um, pressing herself low against a bed that you can still see stained with a number of things, as well as the uh, with shackles set to either side of it. She seems in a state of rather awful uncleanliness, is eyeing you as you approach the door but has pulled herself low, head almost down against the sheets. Faustus just kind of freezes, looking at her without even blinking. He stays there for seconds on end. She sees your lack of motion and just looks you back in the eye. You can tell from her expression how concerned and scared she is, but she seems to find it better not to move. He'll pull out the uh, Stefan Moore doll and uh, extend it toward her. She watches you hold it out. Uh, do you step into the room? Yeah, he'll step into the room. He won't, like, come close enough to reach her. Sure. She watches you do so, but makes no motion other than to slightly pull herself back um, further to the other side of the bed. Still almost bunching herself in a bundle on the edge of it, trying not to fall off. Who are you? Who are, who, who are you? I So many people here today. I'm not supposed to talk to people. They already made me talk to them and I'm not supposed to. My name is Faustus. You can talk to us. I need to ask you, of course, a question that may be obvious, but it's worth noting for this state. How visibly upset is Faustus right now? Increasingly, in a way that he hasn't been in probably all of his time in Stensia. Make me a He's probably sweating and uh, sweating and uh, tremoring slightly in his hands. Sure. Make me a persuasion check at disadvantage. Let's see, a 13 and a 7. My persuasion is 9. 9 total. No, 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 no. I've been I've done enough bad things already. No, not now. No. <laughs> she covers her face with her hands and pulls herself down, trying to bury herself into the bed covers. Faustus sets the uh, doll on the ground and turns and goes to walk back down the stairs. That is yours. And he walks back down, holding his staff in one hand with it tremoring slightly. Not pretty. Unforgivable is what it is. Where is she? Uh, she's dead. What, in the one of the servants' rooms downstairs, right? Uh, why? Yeah. He'll walk down and go to pick up the body. You make your way back through the rather destroyed living and dining area. Move your way through the servants' quarters and find her body stretched out just past a door, broken and picked free of valuables. He'll pick her up over his shoulder and start heading for the front door. She's surprisingly light. She held herself large, but she was not an immense woman, and at her age, and 
thickness. It's easy enough for you to lift her broken body, drape it over a shoulder. I'll take care of this. Somebody send Illyria maybe to get the girl out of this building. I'll do it. Illyria didn't hear that, but inside she knows somewhere Faustus trusted her with this situation. Faustus carries the body out on the front porch and uh, throws it down in the probably garden or bushes or something unceremoniously. The constant fogs and generally rainy weather means that when she impacts the ground, the body kind of sinks a half an inch, stained with mud. With a solid uh, yeah, Nick will go collect Illyria while this is going on. Wait, did, um, so it's been a while. Did, did Illyria meet? Yes. Okay. She was a bear first. Right. Was there a human at least once? Okay. He was there human at least once. Um, I think Faustus may be about to do something a little drastic. Uh, Not that I blame him, I suppose. What kind of drastic? Uh, He wants us to get the girl out. Deep breath. Mm. Okay. Girl will just kind of raise an eye and look at uh, Grimhild at that drastic comment. She's probably okay with it. Honestly, she's like Grimhild's going to get the girl because, like, whatever. She's stuck with her. And I guess the question is do we need something to like tie her down to grab her to drag her out? Or do we actually think we'll be able to get her to walk out on her own? Do you ask us that, or are you asking us, the players, that? (laughs) That's probably a better question to ask in person and in character. Yeah, yeah, that's better in question. Do we need. I can put her, entangle her in something, and we can drag her out, but... Grimhild just kind of fucking looks over her shoulder at you like, <laughs> what the fuck? Do you, like... Okay, well, Grim's got think- it. Okay. <laughs> I don't know, you two handle it, I guess. I. Nick just kind of shakes the first sword hill. Hilaria's gonna follow, because she doesn't know how the hell Grimhild's gonna get her out of here without force. Cursed house, half a weapon, pressure, pressure, pressure. It's okay, Nick. You can sit down here and count ball bearings with me. I'm I at d- ten. <laughs> Where are you the wrong way to go. Come on, we should probably get out of here, Conrad. You too. Yes. All right. Cultist one, cultist two. We both pick up cultist three. First one that drops them kills both of you. The first one, the skinnier man opens his mouth as if to say something and the other one just like elbows him rather hard in the neck (laughs) he immediately drops his mouth and looks down somewhat angry to his side first before uh realizing the situation he's in and they both get to work lifting uh the body of the woman up or i guess the woman is the one that deceased the heavier man and then i'll go pick up that uh that treasure chest that never be said that i did not do my share with the lifting I'm going to take this back to exit. Just try and sit and watch. I don't want anything sneaking out while we uh, finish okay. up around here. Yeah, Illyria's following Grimhild. Like, she doesn't fucking know how this is going to work out. Grove, you move up the steps and see uh, what seems to be just like a cellar entrance. A couple of heavier doors. Thick pieces of wood. As you shove against them, you feel them catch against something and a straining of metal on the other side. <sighs> Uh, never mind, we're taking the long way. <laughs> Let me grab the other end of that chest. Sim. The door should be locked, but if we get out and that door is open, there is something that escaped. Noted. Okay. Um, 
I guess we'll cut to uh, Grimhild then. Grimhild, you uh, make your way upstairs. Yep. As you move to the room, you can see one of the corners of it, somewhat closer to uh, the bed than actually to the corner itself, is a collapsed puppet in the shape of Streffen Moore. And on the bed itself is the girl who has pretty much embedded herself uh, with whatever cloth and bed covers that were available with the mattress. There wasn't much, but her eyes are covered, though much of her isn't. I'm wondering, does it look like the doll was touched at all from... I don't. I didn't see Faustus put it down. Was it like in a position where he wouldn't have put it? It seems haphazardly on its side at this point. Um, not necessarily through being set down poorly, but at least its balance may have given out and collapsed over on its side. We can't it's not in any sort of unnatural position. I will give you that. What? Uh, what was her name again? I don't believe you got it. We got it from one of the servants. Called her lady. Some some some, some like oh, she was the you? young master. Something something. Yeah, it's been a little bit. Um, okay, Stella. At least I believe we did. I could be wrong. If if you didn't, it's not a big stretch. We could oh. that's an e- easy retcon if you didn't. We did. We ended up chattering with a couple of people, and they're like, "Oh yeah, Stella. No, she's always sick." Yeah, you talked. You talked with one, but yes, <laughs> I wasn't sure if you got her name or not. Either way, yes, Stella does. Stella. You don't get an answer yet. Her slight shifting under there, though, stiffens. I know that things have been scary. They'll probably remain scary for a little bit longer, but we need to leave. Make me a persuasion check. Uh, persuasion, you say? I'm super good at that. Uh, can anyone lend me their power so that this can be like some kind of social spirit bomb? You don't want you know me what? to help you on persuasion. I have a plus one, but I'm going to come over and be like, and be all in there and help and like, come on. It, it's, uh. it's what? <laughs> <laughs> Leveraging the toy is the best I can give you. Like, yeah, no, I think like Grimhild's like, don't crowd up on her. Well, no, she's back in the door. She's not like all up in her face. That would be good. But yeah, like if like I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, like earlier will be like sort of by the door. Like I promise, it's gonna be a lot better with us. So I take a it's dangerous, but okay. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't see much different. Yeah, just just make the roll. Okay. When's the last time you gave it out inspiration? It's a good question. A million years ago? I got a 16. There's an obnoxious amount of time where the room is silent, except for a slight shifting under the sheets. Do you hear a muffled voice say, What, 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 what do I need to do? I, I missed that. Well, sorry. Uh, what, what do I need to do? Grab anything you would like to take with you. Including the doll here if you'd like it. And then come with me and we'll head outside. We'll get you a nice bath and a clean bed to sleep in. And maybe get some something in that belly aside from dried meat. And she pulls her head out from underneath, her hair clumping up and edges uh, sticking up as, as it had been pressed about. Is, is that okay? Am I you won't to... be in trouble with us. It's okay. She gingerly steps off the side of the bed. When I say step, it's a bit of an exaggeration, as at first it's sort of flowing off the side, bracing herself with her arms as she almost four-leggedly moves over. She picks up the doll before moving to you fully, looking at it a little closer as she cradles it under one arm, and then hobbles towards you, keeping an arm's length distance, but in your direction. 
She blinks many times. She looks out the door properly to see the hallway. Would you like to hold my hand as we walk? She looks at your hand and looks to you. Hesitation written clearly across her face before she shakes her head. Very well. Stay close, and I'll start heading out. I won't walk. I won't walk slowly so that she doesn't like freak out, or also so I can make sure she doesn't like bolt after getting a certain amount of distance behind us. She gives you a wide berth, staying about ten feet behind you at any given point in time. But she doesn't seem to be running, still concerned and wary, like a frightened animal. Is there any way she'll let like like pass by Illyria and let Illyria come up the back like ten, fifteen feet behind her? It takes a little bit more time for her to move okay. when you do so. Um, she hesitates for about 10 seconds before eventually just moving past a bit quicker to put that distance between you. Yeah, Larry will keep up the back then. Faustus, what are you doing out front? Faustus is pacing angrily outside the front door, back and forth. Is he just waiting for everyone? Yeah, occasionally he'll uh, take his staff and tap it against the... Uh, house with uh, the butt of the staff. Not really making noise, just doing it out of habit because his hands are shaking. It is worth noting that the sun has mostly set at this point. The creeping edge of moonlight emerging. A few stars that are visible through the cloud line starting to show up as well. There isn't really anyone about in this area. No guards and never since at least martial law had been declared. No people that you can see either. Um... Judging from what I've heard from everyone else, did any of you have anything else you need to do in the house or wish to do? Just carrying the stuff out and making sure the cultists come out. Yeah, I think after or uh, we carry everything out, Grove will suggest going to do a final sweep by himself just to make sure no one's left in the house. Sure. You do so quickly. Um, you and you. Um, making quick work with your out. train senses oh. and uh, fast speed. You move from room to room. Um, the only time that gives you any pause is when you have to give the staircase down a wide berth for uh, the train of women to pass through. Um, beyond a number of cats on the upper story, there are no other living beings in this house that you can find. <sighs> Why is he an animal person? All right, he's going to talk to the cats and tell them bad shit's about to go down and to leave. All right. I'll just communicate uh, with the animals for my spell. Okay. <laughs> sure. No, it's not communicate. Excuse me. It's beast bond. It's basically he just can concentrate for ten minutes and talk to a. Uh, oh, the one that makes you a friend. Yeah, just it, it basically just be able to talk with them and see if there's anything and tell them to get out. So, so now two questions: Is it always ten minutes, or is that if you're casting as a ritual? It's concentration up to ten minutes. Okay, concentration up to 10 minutes. That's that's much better, because I was about to say, I'm not sure everyone would be patient for 10 minutes while I did this. But no, that makes more sense. Um, yeah, you can't properly communicate with them with Beast Bond, but that's not what you need, and in fact, is probably for the better. Yeah. It's better than when I talk to animals. You find a large orange cat and concentrate on it, uh, melding your mind with it, a small flash of green between you and it, almost like lightning between your eyes. It hates Mondays. I would like some lasagna. <laughs> um, after concentrating on it, um, what do you recommend for it to do? What do you suggest? I think the closest thing that he'll he'll put a flash of uh, he'll try and think of a fire, and then cats fleeing are just in general the idea of leaving sure. and 
trying to get, you know, the point across that something bad's happened to leave. Sure. You stare at the cat who lazily stares back at you, flicking its tail back and forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you concentrate on these thoughts, it yawns large and then pulls itself up with a series of stretches that seem entirely too elaborate before moving to one of the other cats who is daintily sitting upon something and smacking it right in the face with a paw. (laughs) Henceforth begins a lot of yowling and running about, but you see a number of them run past you at the door. The rest of you uh, (laughs) who have departed downstairs, you hear a number of (laughs) and a few thumps against wood and a number of furred animals sprint down the stairs and out the door. Oh my. How does Stella respond to the cats just bolting out? Poorly. She, as she followed peacefully, but still scared the way out, she cowers against the wall on the outside of the house pulling her knees up to herself and looking about frightenedly, watching them as they leave. It's all right, Stella. They just understand that it's time to leave as well. They're just a little bit more proactive. <laughs> and if the house is swept, he'll do one final, like, he won't go into the basement as much as he'll kind of put an ear down to it when he goes down to that secret doorway and then just shut it, leave. Also, you don't like hear anything new in particular. If Faustus thinks we're going to march this girl by the course of her mom, he's wrong? <laughs> I, yeah, what? Well, yeah. There is also, I suppose, to yeah, no, like, if I have any indication of that, which is, since she's, like, ten feet behind me, I will. Sure. It's yeah. like... If oh, Conrad, if Conrad is at the gate at the front, he's just going to, like, put his hands up. No, 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 no. Uh, we'll be leaving by the back door. Then. Sure. Because, like... Yeah, as much as we think that she should hate this terrible woman, that's not how abuse works. And, and we don't need to further traumatize her. Exactly. Even yeah. more. So, with the last confirmation of notable life left out of this house, uh, Grove, you depart alongside your dog. Faustus, yeah. you could see that the others passed by, probably by a different exit, as uh, Conrad was waving them off. Is that everyone? Everyone else is out here front with you. I do believe that's everyone. Good. Take the girl somewhere. Leave the body, I'll deal with it. And he marches back in the front door of the house. Um, okay. Where do you go? Uh, he goes to the dining room, and he basically starts slamming the chairs around, trying to smash them into wood in a pile in the center of it. To everyone else, you can hear the shattering sounds of wood splintering apart. It is not a fast process. These are sturdy chairs, and they had not received much damage during the previous altercation. It's doable. It's not something that requires any sort of test to make sure you succeed at it, but it's not fast. It's very exhausting, but they break apart like anything else. All this. Why? 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 And once he's done smashing those chairs, he'll head into the of the other rooms on the first floor and push everything wooden together into a pile. Once again, it takes a bit of time, but there's a lot of things in this era of wood. Barrels, boxes, uh, flammable substances, some alcohol, bedsheets, pillows, feathers. We can't win when monsters wear human faces too. Fine. And once he pushes the wood stuff together, he'll cast Flaming Sphere and start crashing it into the uh, wooden piles that he's made. I do hope this is cathartic for him. 
The sound of splintering stops, and what follows is instead the sound of crackling, of flames being brought to life, hungrily devouring that around them with pops and fizzles in the air. Through the windows, an orange glow starts emerging out, and at this point in the light, light cycle of the day, the inside seems to be illuminated brighter than the outside. Not to say that she did or didn't deserve whatever she's getting or family, but uh, we have to consider how this is going to look. After all, she was a popular lady. I will take the blame for this. Faustus will stomp out the front door when he's done. I'm it's done then. I'm an inquisitor. We do this sort of thing. I'm done. Almost. And he'll pick up uh, the Baroness's body and start walking away with it over his shoulder. Well, I think I'm going to stay here to make sure nothing comes out. will be the first log fire I've had to attend to and make sure to stomp out. Hopefully it won't be the last. Where's he going with the body? I imagine he's about to go do something very cathartic. I'm going to pretend so- I didn't. Uh, never mind. I'm going to stalk <laughs> off after him. So, I guess the first pressing question. Where do you head with the body? Uh, Faustus will take the body back to the stable where his wagon is. So, I will make a point. Um, feel free to take this as you will, but you, you are starting here. And that is over here-ish. Right through the town square. I guess, hypothetically, you could take it over here to this little closed-in yard. That is the uh, stockyard in which you had the uh, circus wagon had been previously before you bought it. Yeah, he'll try to get there by back road. By well, back the town road. is pretty abandoned now, too. Doesn't does help a bit. Really, it does. Like the back road, you could just sort of like walk past the place. I don't imagine a guy carrying a body in Stenstia is. It's probably uncommon, but it's probably not like raise the alarm sort discreet. of. <laughs> After all, times, this isn't it's, it's, something, it's something you would probably get talked to about at the least bad of times when martial law it may be a bit more suspect. Please don't give up on discretion at the slightest obstacle. <laughs> no, he, he will I'm try just to letting you know. You okay. Um, sure, go ahead and roll me an intelligence stealth check. Ooh. So dexterity, give me uh, intelligence. So an intelligence check, probably. I don't know if he has self. I like the sound of that. Because you're not trying to uh, not be seen. You're trying to travel in places where people aren't. So in a way, not be seen, but it's not as in being <laughs> difficult uh, to see when someone. I guess that's eleven plus five, so sixteen. Roll straight okay. navigation. Um, <laughs> Damn it! While while you're doing that, uh, Nick, you're traveling with him. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Uh, then Conrad, what are you doing? I'm going to. Um to walk these cultists carrying the other cultists back to the town square. Okay. To, to find a mass of people milling about. Um, or, or I suppose, uh, is there still any sort of like local constabulary active? Not as far as you're aware. Um, some church representatives came in, didn't they? Oh yes. They're very much Cathars that are stationed around here. I will take them to the Cathars. Okay. I'm not going to tell them I'm taking them to Cathars, but I'm going to take them to the Cathars. And Grove, you're you're staying at the house. I'm staying at the house with the dog and watching for any signs of weirdness. Grimhild Illyria, what are you doing? Well, we're with her right now, Stella. We've probably pulled her from the building, considering it looks like it's about to go down in flames. 
Well, she followed us out of the building. Well, no, but she was cowering against the wall because of the cats. That is true. Oh, taking her to the inn. That we was could. my plan. Where is the house? Where is the inn? Um. So you are here. Inn is relatively close by, actually. Can you ping where we are one more time? Yeah, because yeah. I didn't see it. Okay, okay. we're here. Yes, and it's here. Brown house. The brown. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The other brown building here is the inn. Alright, yeah, let's just walk her towards the inn. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming that she listened when I mentioned that the cats were just also bouncing. Yes, she did. Okay. She was put off by it, but not so much that she bolted or is not refusing to follow you anymore. Okay. Uh, I explained okay. to her that there's going to be some people around, and so if that makes her uncomfortable, she should probably stay a little bit closer. I understand that that's not ideal, um, but that... Um, that it's my job to help people, and that she needs help. Okay. Yeah. Are you hungry? She doesn't really answer. Well, if you want, when we get to the inn, I am sure we can find at least something that might taste good. If you are hungry, that is. Just kind of keeps her head low and follows after as in a shuffling motion as you move away from the burning house. Okay. And I'll try oh. to... Get her to the end without incident. Yeah. Sure. Um, so yeah. let's see. First things first. Uh, Conrad, a good number of feet ahead, moving at a considerably faster pace. Uh, you move down pretty much the straightaway of the path. Um, when you're starting to reach the center of town, you can see a Cathar uh, woman, um, spear in hand, sword at her side, um, torch in the other one, uh, walking about kind of stiffly. Um, she sees you in passing, um, and at first just first seems wary, kind of bristling in arms, and then sees your outfit, your wear, relaxes a bit before once again seeing the people behind you. Uh, sir. Hello. Uh, it's a bit odd to be out this late, I presume, doing church work. Uh, who are those? The robes are a bit off-putting. Church work, and I need your help. Uh, of course. These are cultists found in the town. I need your help to bring them to justice. Her eyes go wide. Oh, certain, certainly. Oh, wait. I'm, I'm certain you'll include it all in the report. Uh, more urgent matters. Uh, what do you need me to do? I can bring them to the stocks. Hmm. Well, first, let's see if there's any contrition involved. Look back at the rest of them. Are you sorry for what you've done? The uh, one of the two just is... Immediately nodding. Yes, I didn't expect it to ever reach this, be this complicated, have done this. The other one is, looks like he's trying to put some words together. He doesn't seem brought to tears or anything. He seems in a panic, but I, uh, yet, yes. Hmm. And this isn't just because you'll be punished if you're not sorry. No. Hmm. I look back to the Cathar. Are you convinced? To be honest, I'm not convinced of anything a cultist says. Fair. Deal with them as you see fit. Stockyards, but if you have the manpower to keep them guarded. There are three men currently guarding there during night. One during the day, though. If we have someone more dangerous like this, I'm certain we can dispatch a few more manpower. Yes, I don't suspect them to have any sort of magical ability besides ritual. It should be fine. Uh, do you wish to escort them? Um, I can recruit someone else to help carry them along. Yes, yes, I may as well. Yes, sir. 
Oh, and by the way, the uh, the Vogter Manor is on quarantine for the moment. I, until, it she, finishes, uh, until it finishes burning. I, oh, uh, I should probably notify someone to send a message along to Inquisitor Sita, um, Inquisitor Venless, excuse me. Um, I'll, I'll head off there after the escort is completed. All, all right, then. That seems quite urgent. Uh, certainly. Whatever you say. Very well. Let's be on our way. She nods and moves to flank the other side of them, offers you her torch for better visibility as the light starts dying. Sure, I'll take the torch. Faustus and Nick, you begin making kind of a serpentine motion through the streets, cutting across pieces of grass, small gardens, a couple walls, moving between sheds, alleyways. The city isn't enormous, but its winding nature makes it a little easier than some of the better formatted cities might have been. You hear only a few people marching about, their footsteps not specifically quiet in the dark, the sound of marching meant to give almost more confidence than subtlety for protection. As you move along, Nick, where did you place the hilt of that sword? I uh, just kind of got it in hand, just kind of idly, you know, <laughs> run his fingers. Just, it depends on the size of the hilt, but like, you know, just kind of idly toying with it. Sure. As he... At that very moment, he's looking into the hilt itself to see what's in there. <laughs> My eye! Forgot the one in the chamber. Um, as you move it about, uh, it catches your eye as you step into uh, one of the patches of brighter moonlight. The cloud cover is not quite as dense at one moment, the stillness and chill still reaching below your clothes, but you see not exactly what you were wishing to see, but... Something better than what you've seen so far. The handle almost seems to glow from within. Um, the entire hilt illuminating as if it was a smaller moon itself or like a lantern equivalent of one. You still see no blade, but this faint illumination pours from it as long as you keep it in the moonlight. Uh, I feel like lifts it higher, does it matter? It doesn't really seem to. It doesn't even seem to matter the amount of shade you put on at any given point in time. As long as it's touching any of the moonlight, the illumination keeps up this uh, effectively a lantern glow. But a lot more silver, clearly. Hmm. Well, he will stow it more properly, given that it might actually become a sword at some point. And so, you know, like, uh, put his belt. Sure. I'll try swinging it. I mean, he'll, he'll, like, shake it around and, you know, kind of thrust it outward, but I assume nothing happened. Make me a perception check. Uh, 13. As you're swinging about, you're almost certain you see a glint of light off of something in the air as you move it by. Some minor reflection, maybe? You look to where that came from. That doesn't seem to be anything. You swipe it again. You're not specifically sure where that came from. It was a good uh, two feet away from the hilt. He will, like, just gingerly put it near something solid, like a nearby house, as long as no one, you know, the owner isn't around. Okay. It doesn't seem to do anything. Okay. You place the handle right up to the edge. Is it specifically flickering itself when he's making a striking motion? Based on what I heard, I couldn't really tell from here. I would like to mention two things. Um, I, I Three things, I guess, just worth noting to remember. Um, one, uh, you have a wizard with you that probably knows identify. I'm pretty sure he knows identify. Even if he didn't, Arcana can help out with some things. And then finally, uh, if you spend like a rest amount of time to investigate a magical object. You can normally figure out how it works. Yeah. Just letting you know. Um, okay. Either way, it's a winding series of motions you make through these side bits. Um, 
there's a couple times, Nick, where uh, you need to step ahead to get a good view of what's out there. Uh, one harrowing time where you have to entirely step back and retrace between a number of trees. You see about uh, three Cathars moving at a decent pace uh, over towards Middletown. Um, but eventually you reach back over by the uh, house itself, the uh, Baroness's Manor. You can see your uh, wagon out front. Um, well, off to the side near the stables. No sign of Faustus. Faustus head straight to the wagon. Okay. Um, as you approach, you can hear kind of meaty noise. Not exactly like an impact or tearing or anything. Kind of just wet and leathery. He'll uh, furrow his brow and look around for the source of the noise. It seems to be coming from inside the wagon. Yeah, he'll go up to the gate into the wagon and take a look. As soon as you step to it, you see an immense glow shine in front of your face for a moment of a pale blue before it fades a moment later. And you can from the palm of Victor, the young wizard. Oh, you frightened me nearly to, well, these. Um, sorry. What are you doing? Y- you, you invited me to study them. Take a break. I need to use the wagon. All right. He lifts himself up off of one of the inlaid seats. And you can see one of the zombies in particular, uh, the ghoul, has its chest carefully sliced open. Not like a huge hunks of meat or anything like that. Closer to that of an autopsy. You can see some organs spared, but... Can you hide this one? Not likely inside the house. Come back later. He looks over to the corpse on your shoulders. All right, then. Um, good. The good. corpse and hefts it into the wagon, uh, callously slamming the skull against the wood. Good luck, then, it. he says, wiping the blood from his hands off onto a piece of cloth. He pulls himself free of the wagon. Yeah, Faustus closes up the door and locks it and uh, takes a seat on top of the wagon. Nick, you see this exchange for the most part. A few words were missed, but beyond that, you gathered most of the situation. You see the young wizard Victor leaving, uh, wiping blood from his hands on a piece of cloth. And uh, you hear the noise of locks being closed inside of the wagon. Uh, how far away is uh, Stefan Moore's house from Palace? Well, let's let's see. Give us one sec. The most important thing is, is it within 24 hours of a shambling walk? <laughs> Let me check. Oh, I hope it is. Let's see. So it's right there. Um, Within 24 hours? Yeah, probably. Presuming nothing gets in its way. Okay. And yeah, he'll, he will he'll pause on top of the wagon to uh, meditate for a uh, short rest. Is there a, uh, like, is the stable built such that you can look into it. The stable itself is, yeah, there's big open sections to it where the horses are uh, kept inside. Um, this uh, wagon, obviously, you cannot look into uh, as it's been repaired enough to be closed. It was entirely the decisions been made before. Hmm. I guess after the uh, like short, short rests amount of time, what is that like? Is that like 15 minutes? Ten minutes. Uh, not ten minutes. Uh, one hour. What am I saying ten minutes for? Oh, uh, if it's doing anything for an hour, then yeah, Nick's just going back at that point. Okay. Um, Grove, there yes. is very little sound from inside. 
There doesn't seem to be any scratching or motions of life. In fact, you just stay there and watch this slightly crooked house goes up in larger and larger crackling flames. The smoke begins blending with the fog and becomes a pillar that reaches into the sky. The orange hands of the fire uh, grabbing upwards at it, being illuminated against the cloud cover. What does show up in other sounds is the general sounds of unrest from the houses nearby. No quite screams, but some yells and shouts. Another oh. one's burning! What season is it? Uh, We're in the harvest moon time. I guess what season is it? And even though it is fog, is it like generally like a weather? Or like, is there a fire? Would it be a fire warning or is it damp enough that it's probably not going to catch outside of like extreme winds? It probably won't catch, but it could. Okay. This is a large house and there are smaller things and many other buildings next to it. All right. That's fine. Uh, the actual season since uh, is autumn. Harvest moon's equivalent to autumn. Um, but no, yeah, you hear, you hear a panic start up from the nearby houses. He will tell the dog. He'll just. He was having a pleasant chat with the dog on how life is getting really complicated, um, and then just kind of tell him to stay. Listen, I'll be back if anything happens. You know what to do. I.e., just just how. And then he'll start making rounds to some of the more vocal people and knock on the door. Okay. Um. We'll just do one and extrapolate the rest, I think. Sure. This will be great. But with my minus um, three persuade. <laughs> you see a rather gruff man pulling on a coat and stepping out of a doorway. Um, heavy sideburns, short cropped hair. He looks very tired, but um, is moving with great intent. Sir. Yes. I, do you see the fire? We need to resolve this. I, I stuck around to resolve it. This needs to be burned. You set a fire. Do you know what devils are? Do you know what they will do to people? I've seen them. Burn them is what they do. (laughs) You. (laughs) The easiest way to get rid of them is to kill them. If they have little holes they crawl out of, the easiest thing is to destroy it. That's what we're doing. Minor little hole here. It needs to get burned and crushed. He is not even being subtle as he pulls a. silver coin out of his pocket and attempts to catch your reflection <laughs> after staring at it for a moment puts toys he'll lift the braid to show the the silver ring because he's he's concentrating and forgetting customs <laughs> he'll just like yes yes the most yes Kessig of things ever he's forgotten no the, the 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 seeing the reflection of silver is stintian and he's just he sees silver no, no. He's like yes yes no 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 it's it, it's the Kessig one is the doing other things yeah uh, is the sharing silver that's um, what I was referring to. Yeah. Yep. Uh, after getting a good look at the reflections, I don't know if you're right or wrong or what, but we've lost so much to fires already, I'm not willing to let another one happen. Then bring a Especially, bucket or a bu- couple of bucket brigades. I shall put I the fire out myself if it gets out of hand, but not a moment before. He exasperately makes, like, raises his arms like he wants to shout, but he just kind of brings them down, tensing them up, and just moves past you, not quite reaching a sprint, but a fast jog. You get a few other ones similar to this, following after. Um, some more emotional, some distraught. A few people terrified that it was Lady Vokter's house, of all people, that burned down. Um, the panic isn't nearing a riot or anything, but it has woken many people. 
stirred many from their homes, especially in this time where you had seen no one on the streets. So, um, Conrad. Yo. Uh, you move over to the center of town, and you can see the number of stocks there. And you meet up with two more Cathars, one incredibly immense man, uh, about the height of you, but uh, another half as broad. Um, the other one, a uh, large scar across his face. They both look at you as you enter and eye the other. Um, they speak with the woman and quickly uh, get to work, putting these men into stocks. Um, there aren't too many free, about five or so, but the... There's three enough available for them, uh, two remaining behind. Um, as soon as they seem to have the situation under control, um, someone looks back to you and says, I believe we should get you to uh, Inquisitor Venless right now, then. Yes, best do that before Word of the Fire gets there before me. She looks back to where some starting sounds of the chaos and confusion come from. You know the way, yes? Yes. Can you spare? Can you spare to uh, keep law and order around there? That's what I intend to do. I don't know if anyone else can, but we have jobs to do. <laughs> For Avison. For Avison. She salutes you and starts sprinting off that direction. All right, okay, I head off to uh, to Venless. Okay. You, you see, you see Nick waiting outside the stable, kind of warily, looking inside. <laughs> Everything all right? Uh, I think he's... I don't hear anything. He's doing something to the body. He's being awful quiet about it. <sighs> Great. <laughs> what do you mean? Like He's probably sitting in the driver's seat in a semi, like... Meditative pose. Meditation pose, yeah. Yeah. Walk with me, Nick. I'm heading to... Uh, certainly. I'm heading to Inquisitor Fenless. Not much going on here. That's what I want to talk to you about. Okay. Uh, Grimhild in Illyria. Yes. You keep traveling with, uh, uh, with Stella. Um, the sound of crackling fire and a few early shouts starting to catch up with you from behind. And though she seems shaken, it's not, it's honestly not more than when the cats fled. You pass by a Cathar woman sprinting by who gazes at you a bit oddly, but doesn't seem to comment much as she is intent on her direction. You approach down past, um, moving by the town square. Uh, you see those same two guards, the immense man and the scarred one. Um, and as you pass by, the uh, more scarred individual stands up from where he was leaning at the edge of the uh, raised dais of swords next to the fountain and walks his way over to you. I look at him like he needs to fuck right off. <laughs> I, I'm not here to stop you going where you wanted to. I, Feel free. You should probably be getting away from the fire. Uh, I was just going to ask if you made it there all right. Uh, I know you're going to uh, asking about where your companions were. One second. Do I wait? Did I ask this dude anything like that? No. No. God fucking damn it. We're just heading towards the inn. It seems like a better place to hold up for the night than anywhere else right now. Like, Illyria's giving him the weird look like, dude, fuck off. (laughs) Well, no, no. It's like, thank you. Yes. You were most helpful. We'll be on our way. I'll just nod back. Stay safe, and I suggest don't leave there for the night. Illyria, you should roll insight if you want. That's a good idea. <laughs> Do I have insight? I mean, any good insight? I mean, it's you're, an insight. You're wisdom specced. 
Exactly. I'm an insight person. Nine. Uh, I guess I could roll deception. Yeah, you should. I guess, is, is, is it deception to just like try to keep your shit together? Yeah, there isn't anything else that does if, that. If, if your shit is not currently together. Oh, wow. I guess, oh, you know, it makes sense that Grimhold would keep your shit together even under really distressing circumstances. Okay. I mean, I guess the other thing would be would be like a wisdom saving throw, but... I did better on the deception by one. Yeah. Or no, by two. Honestly, a wisdom saving throw would have been 19 instead of 17. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Um, okay. You don't notice too much, uh, other than that Grimhold takes the time to actually talk to this man rather than dismissing him. <laughs> That's about it. Uh, but he doesn't stop you. He moves back to the other man who seems impatient and kind of like gruffly gives a flick of his head in the direction of the inn. Yeah, uh, basically trying to get her to the inn. Um, I was going to hang out. And does she seem like she trusts Illyria at all? Or is it sort of not quite I, there yet? I don't know. Do you? <laughs> the cat. The girl. No. <laughs> Well, in a while, I guess that'll be on there probably. <laughs> I just, I don't know. In my brain, I'm like, well, okay, only Josh knows if Grimhild trusts me. <laughs> That's precisely why it'd be a really weird thing to ask. <laughs> um, Good times. She doesn't seem specifically like against her, but she doesn't seem like she's following anything that she says. Does she seem like she has a preference for Grimhild? Uh, at this moment, from the interactions before and currently, yeah. Okay. Okay. Then, yeah, we're probably going to try to go in through. Let me look at the inn again. Um, for entrances to the inn, are there any that lead to like a bath or something with less people interaction? There are not any interior baths. Okay. So, like, the answer is if you wanted to get her a bath, you could talk to someone in the inn about getting uh, water prepared, basically, and there will be a tub outside. Yeah, I think that's the plan. Um, I hope you don't mind me, like, not role-playing this all of the way out, because it's extremely distressing. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's not a problem. Um, (laughs) Uh, Basically that, and ask for, like, if they have a change of clothes that would fit a small girl. Yeah, you uh, talk with Danica as you enter the inn. Um... She seems a bit confused by uh, your requests, but uh, is more than happy to assist. Um, uh, if, like, the door's open, I will introduce her kind of, like, very gently, <laughs> but... Doors tend to get shut around here. <laughs> yeah. For, among hey, all the other reasons, to make sure you can leave a mirror us facing outwards. <laughs> yeah. Question, Max. Are there any Whatever. unbudded flower or, like, unopened flowers around the inn? No, it's autumn. Damn. What is- I wanted to do something fun for her to look at. Sorry, Autumn is a I wanted, a, I wanted to really mother. craft it like, hey, look at this cool flower opening. <laughs> <laughs> um, either way, yeah, you get the process going. Um, in general, the demeanor from Stella is she is confused and concerned and not specifically trusting, but it does seem like she's willing to do things now that... Uh, now that you've got her this far, it seems that she's willing to keep going along generally with what you suggest. Yeah, so the, the long-term plan, which I will also explain to Lyria and to Stella, is basically get her cleaned up. This is where she'll be staying for a little while. We'll get her a nice clean room. We'll get her a chamber pot. Explain how that whole thing works. Hope it sticks. <laughs> um, 
and then yeah, try to get her some food that she can eat in the room because I doubt she wants to be in a big public area. Yeah, tavern, like an open tavern room. That that all goes easily. Danica is more than willing to help out, both from what you've done for them, and also just, she seems kind and patient. Yeah, which is important, because I'm going to ask her something that she's, like, probably not prepared for, because I don't really think they had super good uh, mental health experts at this point. They really and, don't, like, turns out. <laughs> Weird how there's an insanity epidemic it, it, in Innistrad, it, it, who would have guessed when there's a mechanic in the next set called Delirium. <laughs> It's Weird. almost like something based off of nineteenth seven eighteenth uh, century Europe doesn't have great science on mental and brain. <laughs> who has thought that gothic so. horror is not good for the brain? Yeah, it's like a setting designed to churn out trauma. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, either way, at least as far as you're taking care of these things so far, things are going smoothly. Okay, I am trying to find. It's time to step away because I need to take care of some shit. Apparently, I mean, go do that. I'm gonna cut away to other people. No, no, I meant in in character. Oh, in like, character, she needs to take care of this girl, but she also like needs to go check on her friends because maybe sure, sure. Actually, then them. yeah, let's resolve that first. Um, I just I don't know how because like I don't want to lock her in a room because that's fucked up. I guess it, like yeah, Grimmel will ask if Valeria's okay, like staying. You want someone to babysit around. her? Yes. Illyria will do it. Okay, thank you. Yes, Illyria doesn't mind hanging out. She wish she had Grove to talk to, but well, you the know. good news is you'll probably get a short rest, whereas I won't. I I can't do shit <laughs> with short rests though. Uh, you can get back spell slots or disciple of the land. Yeah, and you can spend hit dice to get hit points back. I don't need any hit points back, but the you don't get spell slots back on short you rest get, no you don't get full spell slots back disciple land get partial spell slots back like a wizard one sec yeah i don't think druids get i disciple of a land druids do one second you I've, I've had to look through all the plus a lot let's see natural recovery uh, starting at second level you can regain some of your magical energy by sitting in meditation commuting with nature during a short rest, you can choose expended spell slots to recover. The spell slots can have a combined level that is equal to or less than half your druid level rounded up. And none of the slots can be six level or higher. You can't use this feature again until you finish a long rest. Okay. Sorry, y'all, y'all, like level six? Seven? Seven. So. Uh, are we seven? Yes. Yes. Uh, I have Illyria specked out the seven. I'm level seven. Okay, good. Not just okay, me. Maybe I just didn't fix my... Uh, so yeah, so that would be half rounded up is four, so you could recover up to four okay. levels of spell slots. Okay. okay yeah, no, that makes, yeah, I have seven of those. Okay. I don't know what I'm talking about concerning. <laughs> no, you do. You do. I, I'm not trying to be contrary. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, okay. You managed to so get in all the reality. I get all of mine back. So I've used a total of four, one and a, a one and a three. Uh, so you take the opportunity to slip away, Grimhild. Where are you heading? Well, I, I don't just, like, vanish. I'm going to let her know okay. that I have some things to take care of. Valeria will be here. Food will be sh- up shortly. Like, I at least make sure that she's bathing and stuff. Sure. Yeah. And Valeria's trying to be like, yes, see, I am nice human. Please, uh-huh. do not <laughs> yes. be afraid. Like, Illyria is a nice human. Also, sometimes a nice bear or wolf or shark. <laughs> Illyria has this magical ability to be another animal sometimes, but it doesn't mean she's not nice. I'm very confused. It's very confusing. It's fine. I this is a chance. You poop in it. I put it. <laughs> Bye. Will you be back? Yes. Okay. If you need anything, feel free to ask or want anything. 
she curls up on the new in bed. Um, and for her, it seems like an entirely different experience as she pulls herself into the considerably softer blankets than she had before. Yeah, Illyria is sitting on the floor, kind of against the wall, letting her have her space. Taking some time to meditate. Yeah, gonna look weird, all meditating. Like, I'm here, but not This is weird, but it's called the lotus position. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you leave. I, let me just ask for determining how serious events go. Where are you going when you leave? Okay, well, basically, I'm thinking about where that guard was and where he would have told me where my companions were, and I go that way. <laughs> I mean, as far as you can tell, where he told you your companions were was towards the Vokter half. Exactly. So, did I? do I know where anyone is, aside from Illyria? You know Grove stayed behind. Okay, I'll probably go try to find him first. Uh, I will tell Illyria, like, hey, if I show up wearing different clothes... <laughs> Don't freak out? Uh, no, maybe freak out a little. Oh, do freak out. Got it. Alright, bye. Bye. <laughs> Why would she be wearing different clothes? Okay. <laughs> So, um, uh, let's go back to, uh, I guess they're not resting at the moment, Conrad and Nick. Ah, boy. <clears throat> so, you walk over to the, uh, house of the Baroness. Um, there's still some light from inside coming out through the windows. A lot, not an immense amount of flame or anything. You can see, like, candlelight and maybe some torches. Nick. Yeah. There's no way to put this gently. Uh, Faustus has been experimenting and reanimating the dead again. I'm sorry, again? He has to have mentioned that this was an interest of his. Oh my god. <laughs> Guys, I just want to thank you all for making this game with me. <laughs> he seriously never mentioned it. Oh my god. Why would he mention it? Yeah, good point now that you mention it. I spent 10 years hunting corpse traders. Wait, did we seriously never mention this to Literally, Nick? no one knows what like, like, Conrad yeah, killed. Yeah, Nick has entirely... Grove <laughs> doesn't know either, and that might be a really bad Grove thing to no. tell him. No, because no, me and no. Nick were chattering the entire he, time. The only ones that have any idea are Grimfield oh. and Conrad. You are correct. Which is why Illyria's oh, no. making stupid-ass comments like, why is he going off by himself all the time? Oh my god, I thought... We <laughs> no, the open, secret, the open secret is the werewolf one. The corpse one is not known. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, please resume scene in progress. So, uh... Reanimating the dead. Yes. Multiple incidents of experimentation. He believes it will be helpful in the fight against Mora. L- let's say, let's say for the purposes of argument that, that, that he's right. hundred percent. You can't we get one thing at the end of all this. Okay. You get to just lay down and hope that we'll stay down. What about them? You want to raise some kind of army? Tell me where the... Uh, I'm not happy about it. You're not happy about it? Wow. I, I suppose the church's position on this sort of thing is, must have changed a lot since I left. When more is down, it stops. And if it doesn't, I will finish I will finish it. Why does it continue? I understand I can't stop it from starting in the first place. But... I, 
you're telling me this like he like he's a child that snuck out at night after curfew or something <laughs> he's raising the dead i need to ask a very honest question I'm sorry did he shout that yes wait does he get a wrist to get a wisdom save <laughs> Fuck wisdom! That was, some horse that was shit. up to him. I left that up to him if he yelled this, that. This motherfucking paladin is like word undead. Okay, continue. Is that what he's doing in there? Even she doesn't deserve that. No one does. You're right. And I was planning on stopping him as soon as I let the Inquisitor in town know that part of her town is on fire for good reason this time. Then go fucking do that. I'm going to... Make sure we aren't all murdered. Uh, and make sure that the fire is okay. I t- There's a lot of things to take care of right now, I know. Uh, just go. Yes. Then I sight. Um, yeah. Gonna go see the Inquisitor. Okay. Nick, where are you going? Back to the uh, environs of the Vokter estate. Um, but to alternatively, depending on whatever seems like the direst need, either help put out the fire, uh, make sure that no one is going, oh man, the cool lady we all loved because she paid us is dead. And why, you know, make sure there's nothing going around about maybe the fact that the Inquisitor burned the place down. He's just doing some general troubleshooting to try to keep his mind off the fact that he's traveling with four monsters now. Sure. Whoa. Wait, wait, wait. Four? Who's not the monster is now the question. Uh, tech, my character Brim, sheet, Brimhild Conrad and uh, my character sheet does in fact say I am a monster that destroys other monsters, so I can't argue. Yeah. I, yeah, I, just, I am curious who is the only one. No, it's Grove because Grove he hunted down and murdered somebody after no, like, no, hey, you're a, you're a monster too. It's just Illyria at this point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. I was I, I remembered that the moment I was like, wait, me? But yeah, no, I'm yeah, yeah, down yeah, and murdered yeah, somebody. No, I that. Promise okay, yeah, that's that fair. Good. Yeah, yeah, whatever. That's good. Yeah, she isn't a monster. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let me be fair, uh, he doesn't know her opinion on uh, possible suitors. Um, <laughs> okay, but, um, okay, she's monstrous so, in social situations, but... So, let let me ask this. How fast are you going in the direction of the fire, Nick? As are fast you, as like, you can. Sprinting? Okay. Yeah. Oh, God, so you don't hear the wagon go away. <laughs> so, no, yeah, is he going to tell Grove? No. the faint tolling of the bell. He's 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 just uh like he's he's helping out wherever he can. He's just okay. going there, making you know, li- putting out fires, both literally and figurative. Oh no, this uh, makes everything worse. You uh, as you sprint through the middle of town, um, one of the Cathars like kind of steps up to like try and make a motion out. Um, kind of like holds out a hand, not in your path, but just like a motion to attempt to hail you, sir. Uh, I'm a- Sorry, I gotta ask, why are you running at this late of night? Is the fire visible from where we are? It's starting to be the glow. Why don't you take a look to your northwest? <laughs> I know of the flame. Good. You- I'm going to help. You travel- Ah, you're one of the ones with the Inquisitor. Good. Please do. I'm a decent human being. <laughs> yes. Can I go help put out the fire now? Sir. I'm not trying to attack you. Please, go do. Above us. And mere moments later, you sprint by Grimhill, <laughs> passing along the slightly graveled road. He's got nothing to talk with her about. 
Um, I yeah. I wave him down and say, Nick, where's the fire? <laughs> oh, I don't no. know. That. God damn it. Um, Although I'll, I'll probably like move to catch up to him. Sure. Assuming You're I slightly slower him. than him. He moved very fast, but... Uh, that's true. Uh, assuming that there's no sort of panic or sort of distress from the populace about why her house was burnt down, he'll just be like, hey, actually, where are the buckets? He'd probably be getting there way faster than me because I had to like bathe the gross child. And, and also... Uh, that's Yeah, they took a long path around. I've kept a mental. I, I'm also mixed a general amount of time. <laughs> I mean, yeah, rogues are pretty speedy, but uh, you, you yeah, he definitely gets ask where all the the water and stuff is. Yeah, he's like, yeah. show me the buckets. You know, it's going or what? Uh, I'm I'm watching it here. He'll, he'll point out like what six, seven giant buckets with people waiting in the back. Just like we're waiting, I'm waiting for it to burn down. The moment it gets out of control, we're throwing the water on it. But I want this thing as far gone as possible without spreading. Now, important question. Are you specifically holding off people if they're trying to put it out? Because some people are. Yes. Interesting. Okay, so you arrive to Grove holding off people from putting out this fire. <laughs> Standing with a growling dog. The dog's probably not growling at people. He's probably fixing and watching the okay, fire. Fair, fair, fair. Kind of close to Grove. It's, uh, it's the problem. <sighs> they, they want to put the fire out immediately. I want to watch the place burn the moment it spreads we can put it out but they want it now want to make sure everything's done with inside of it right they want to like maybe save any of the terrible nightmares we found inside that they don't know about no that's fine uh i'll tell you what is there any sort of portion of like the garden or whatever that he can sort of lead people towards and maybe say oh it's not safe to go near the blaze itself let's do this these like useless parts, but that maybe won't help it not spread. You know what I mean? Like, sure, roll me a persuasion check. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. <laughs> that was out of character. I can't persuade for shit. Uh, yeah, my my minimum persuade is probably close to your maximum. <laughs> uh, I think that's two and two and three mix seven. So I wanted... No, no, no. It's eight. I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, 23. <laughs> Almost like he's a charisma-based okay. character. I'm not, it's 14. Uh, okay, so, uh, as you're there, um, you start talking to them, and the ones that prove the most difficult at the moment are actually the Cathars, who were dispatched to here to attempt to deal with the flame themselves. Um, the particular woman... Yeah, like, his, his basic strategy is just to happen to prioritize things where the Hellmouth and the Torture Dungeon aren't. Sure. So, like, he'll help put out anything that's not sort of in that... <clears throat> body of the house and claim that maybe it's too hot or too dangerous or maybe there's a building collapse issue or something like yeah you first know. you get a few doubtful watches but then the cathar clears the throat and is like listen to him he knows what he's talking about we can get started right away you move over there and you i expect you not to get in our way anymore she points to uh grove as she follows where uh nick is leading her now now his heart was in the right place he just there's this Certain fire, fire safety issues. It's it's different. Okay, don't worry about it. <laughs> As you move about the group of people issuing some orders, you do f- hear a few grumbles about the... They were just waiting for a chance, weren't they? Any excuse to get rid of her? None very loud. It seems the Cathar being here has kept them relatively quiet about the matter. But you can hear a few as you travel between uh, maneuvering about engineering groups to 
put out flames, gather more buckets. <laughs> Normally, he'd say some bullshit like, oh, has anyone seen the Countess? But he knows exactly where the fucking, or where the lady is, but he knows exactly where the lady is. He can't do it. So he is just gonna, just gonna put out the fire. Okay. Grimhild, you keep heading in that direction? Yep. Are you looking for anything in particular? I mean, keeping my eyes peeled for party members or other stuff that might be pertinent. Sure, you don't see much on the way until eventually you catch up with where the fire is illuminating the night and the groups of people working, toiling, the sounds of buckets being clanked and sloshed about, and you see Grove watching over a particular section of the uh, manor. Well, manor is a bit of an exaggeration. House. You see Nick very active in uh, working with people, sometimes toiling buckets himself, sometimes just dictating and pointing to spots. Are they like wedding houses like adjacent or something to yeah, they're doing some of that yeah, and like we're making, also pushing, uh, putting out non-essential parts of the building basically yeah. things that aren't gonna get anywhere near the <laughs> portal you know the garden's real safe right now uh so basically and, yeah you want it to collapse but maybe make it yeah safe. yeah he's, he's turning this you want them to feel like they're doing something yeah <laughs> yeah okay to not start a riot, yeah. Also, he legitimately doesn't want other houses nearby to catch fire as well. Like but, that's yeah. also true. Grove. Yes. How are things over here? <sighs> Nothing so far, but I'm planning on staying until the work is done. Nick came and helped when the townspeople got a little anxious. Okay. On your end, how is she doing? Right now, she's at the inn. We've got her some food in a bath. Um. Nothing strange. Good. Small steps, I guess. Uh, but around here is everything? Everything seems fine. I'm going to stay here, like I said. The moment it starts spreading, I'll pick up a bucket. But until then, I'm making sure nothing pops out of <laughs> yeah. that awful place. Yeah, I'm gonna say also, I, I, I assume, yeah, Nick is keeping an eye out. You know, if a fucking devil crunches out of the wreckage or something, you know, he's going to get in there. But, and he hopes that happens, honestly. Because apparently devils aren't that hard to kill. <laughs> Generally not. There are some really big ones, but unless and, you get unlucky. And it'd be some pretty damning evidence. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and Nick has a little steam to blow off. Also, they are immune to fire, so they could theoretically survive the place. Yeah, exactly. You hear a crunching crack as a piece of lumber apparently inside under the stress of the flames breaks. And you see a section of the roofing fall in and crumble upon itself, spraying out gouts of heated air and flame in other directions. Uh, back, back, back up, everyone. Back up for a second. Back up for a second. Now. <laughs> you don't even need to say so, as they do. Well, I mean, you know, some people might think that they owe this woman maybe more than, than well, more than we know she deserves and more than she deserves anyway. I mean, fair, fair. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the house is very on fire, though. Yeah. Yeah, this is at the point of like not being able to save it too, especially with bucket brigades. But yeah, no, the best we can do is just make a literal firewall, like just make sure it doesn't spread. Uh, is it very windy out? Like <laughs> time to sink no, into fire watch uh, in a strad <laughs> on the positive <laughs> side. Point in a strad. <laughs> oh yeah, they're <laughs> gonna send people. Make sure there's no devil materials. Uh, set off another explosion. Fire Marshal Nick is my favorite side character of Nick. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the wind is not particularly picking up. In fact, it's relatively still night other than the moisture in the air, which is just good for you. It does make the heat even more unbearable, though, as you seem to be almost swimming through a sauna. Fuck his shirt off. He's got nothing to hide. 
The okay. Spoons. Yeah, there's a lot of swooners right there. <laughs> Grimmel, do you do anything else? Um, yeah, if I don't see anything, like I'll scan. Is there woods around here or anything? Or like the tops of buildings? Just real quick. Uh, no reason. Same with perception check. Sure. I can do that. I'm pretty good at that. You said one, one rollingly? Uh, ten rollingly. Fifteen? There's a lot of smoke out and a lot of people doing busy things. You look at the spaces where someone would stand to be not seen normally. Though someone with your expertise knows exactly that that is where you would see them. So it's a mind game. You're not exactly sure how well it works. But either way, you don't seem to see anyone. Do you know where uh, Conrad and Faustus have run off to? No idea. Not, not been paying attention to that. Nick might have an idea, though. He's left half <laughs> none. All right. Uh, yeah, I think she'll try to catch Nick at some point. You go, Grimhild. Ask Nick about Conrad and Faustus. Sure. And she will ask you him see him. a shirtless Nick currently uh, wetting down adjacent buildings, stomping out flames. Pouring a bucket over him, I mean, listening. I will help a little bit while asking him this, I guess. What? Oh, they're back at the house. House? Yeah, yeah, where the Inquisitor is staying. Uh, yeah, just Faustus doing some stuff. Do you know too? What manner of stuff? Am I the only one? Of course no. not. Actually, now that I think about it, we should tell Grove. You do understand that I'm going to murder him as soon as we take out Mallory, right? Unless Abyssin herself comes down and forgives him his trespasses. And even then I'd be tempted. No, considering that uh, he is withholding the only thing I can see that she's kept up her end of the deal on. No. No, I don't think she'll be coming down to make a judgment on this. Though you wouldn't know that, talking to Conrad. There's a good chance I'll be killing him too, as he's a werewolf. You, you know that. You approving of this, I understand. You don't care. I, and I get why you don't care. I do not. Mm, I care, believe me. I made sure that the, that he would not deprive innocence of their uh, fuck, what's it called? The sleep. Blessed sleep. The sleep. But yeah, the, the blessed sleep. Oh, oh, so who? Criminals what? Offenses. <laughs> Those who collude with dark forces. Regardless of what someone's done in life, they don't deserve that. That's, uh, we differ. Indeed. And we I, do. and at least I understand why you, why we would think different about this. I don't understand why Con. Maybe it's a recent thing. Maybe, maybe it's a little bit more. Hot-blooded lately, more willing to transgress. I don't know. Point is, Faustus is in the stables doing God knows what to her body. Conrad said that he would get the Inquisitor, mainly because because he wanted her to know like before she heard from somebody else. As far as that goes, there has been some grumbling. A couple of people are blaming us, or blaming somebody, probably us, but, you know, that they were waiting to take her out. Oh, speaking of which, we should probably depose this mad Inquisitor. Now that is something I could get behind. She has no right to walk in here and act like she understands Stencia, like she owns this place, like she understands what these people have been through for generations. No, she's anyway, confined here in like a criminal. There is something that I should speak to you about, and I will not precisely a secret but not it's something that you should know what are 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 you part devil or or something i i don't at this point i wouldn't be surprised i'm two demons jammed together 
I'm one of those new cards. Mecha demon, mecha demon. You're just, you you're, just together, you're just, you're just two demons with a badass long coat. <laughs> just two demons. It's a story about two demons. In a trench coat pret- pretending to be a monster hunter. Basically, every one of my limbs is actually a prison for a demon. My torso has a very powerful inquisitor who keeps them in check. I have an imp contained in each fingernail. My head is an angel. <laughs> All right, but... Okay, sorry. It's good. I don't know. That probably wasn't in character, but... I, 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 I would hope not. Uh, that's where they are. All right. Uh, I'm not sure if she deserves to be an example of in front of these people, but she should be frog-marched out of this place. We'll see. I'll... Said, oh, I figured you'd go for the hard approach. If needs be, I'll put her on a stake outside of town. But I believe she was trying to do right, even in her own misguided, mad way. Although she might be the vengeful sort, so maybe that will, uh, I guess we'll play it by ear. Thank you. She has things to answer for, and she'll answer for them one way or the other. Yes. Well, okay, question. She hasn't been, like, executing people. She's just been putting them in stocks and stuff, right? You don't know. At least of the time you were here before, you didn't hear about executions. <laughs> no, Nick's real beef with her is that he just let a creepy fucking devil-handed motherfucker run around, which doesn't make any sense to him. Um, yeah. Basically, for someone not that righteous, Nick doesn't understand why a radical inquisitor would exist. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to deal with two. Okay. I really want to talk to these two about stuff, but I have to find those other two first, so I guess I'm going to swing by the corpse wagon. Okay. So, first things first of other things. Fastest. Where were you going? Uh, once he's finished up his short rest, he's going to head to the east gate and head outside of town. Okay. Um, as you approach, even though you normally see a number of guards at any given point in time manning the walls and gates, you only see one. You're relatively sure you understand why, given the circumstances that have recently happened. Um, but yeah, as you approach, uh, they wave you over. Will you be all right leaving this late? I'll be fine. It's an emergency. All right, then. Trust any of... Starker's men to do well enough. Yeah, and he'll uh, exert himself to open up the gates single-handedly, but it ends up getting winched open. Yes, he'll take the wagon out onto the road and uh, take it not that far from the city, maybe a half mile or so, a half okay. mile or so. Yeah, you can do so relatively easily. The night is peaceful is the wrong word, but it's not noisy. The sounds all about you, but it's not loud. You hear howls in the distance, those of insects. It's livelier than other times. It seems there's much happening tonight. You aren't stopped by anything, however, other than the general flow of the road being a bit meandering. Once he reaches a little bit outside of town, he'll tear down the, uh, or he'll close the, uh, sorry, open the, open the gate, pull out the, and throw it on the ground. Oh, uh, Lady Boxer? Lady Boxer, yeah. Okay. And he will begin casting Animate Dead on her. Okay. You take the time in the process, it's beginning to become more natural. You know the steps, and it's it's simple enough. Before long, you see as she makes twitchy motions from the magic, purplish and dark black in color, sinking beneath her veins. The eyes flicker open, not exactly alive. You can see them glazed over still, and not open to the same capacity. But she makes motion. Welcome back to a semblance of living. And he'll take his staff and start hitting her in the torso probably about a dozen times as hard as he can. 
You can see the flesh bend and the loud thwack, thwack, thwack of each hit. You can see it break underneath the clothes at a few points, a few spots where there weren't blood before. It gets pushed out of shape a bit as ribs break. But beyond that, she just stays there, not reacting to your emotions. As if there weren't enough monsters in this world. He'll shake slightly and then pull out a knife and start cutting the clothes off of her body, not taking much care to avoid the skin or anything. Sure. You leave deep lacerations as you begin pulling off the pieces of fine fabric. What hadn't already been broken by shattered bone or by axe and bow, by fang of dog, you tear free from her. She is left old, thin, and dead, covered in blood. She remains there, not reacting to much. Uh, he'll pull out a piece of parchment and a bottle of ink. And he'll scribble a few words on the paper in big block letters and uh, look for some sort of nail or something. Something vicious. You have some of those from when you repaired your uh, wagon here. Large carpenter nails. All right, and he'll... Uh, He'll take some, probably, he probably has a small hammer in his artificer kit. And Certainly so. He'll uh, attach the parchment through somewhere around the nose area, sinuses. He's not really particular. Somewhere where it eventually gets a good grip. Okay. It takes a few solid thwacks, and you hear once again, much more clearly this time, the shattering sound of bone. But after a few tries, this time the nail doesn't come out. Go east, southeast to the estate of Moorer. Avoid anyone on the road. And when you reach the gate, just stand there. And with that, her battered, broken body, leaking more than before she was dead, leaves off in a shamble. He'll repeat the words that he wrote on the parchment. Six semper malice, thus always to evils. And he'll climb back up into the wagon and head back into town. Okay. Conrad. Yes. You are left alone at the entrance to the Baroness's manor. At this point, I'm just trying to, uh, at this point, I'm just going to try and find Venless quickly and apprise her of the situation. Okay. You open up the door and slip inside for a place with uh, important information, important people. It's not locked, though you figure that might be an appraisal of how dangerous the people inside are. You make your way upstairs through what little light there is wrapping around the tree, and you come in on a room, once again, of Cedar Venless, lingering next to a desk. You see atop it a few candles, some of them burn quite low, and one spattered across the desktop, a number of books and parchments covered in wax, a few singed at one corner. Her back is bowed. She's not wearing her hat or her coat. Inquisitor. Conrad. I've solved one of your problems. Did you? Yes. Part of Moore's influence has been removed from the city. Inform me. Vokter. Excuse me? Fiona Vokter. What did you do, Conrad? We eliminated her and burned her house down. Her crimes are many and can be listed, and the burning was necessary due to a uh, demonic intrusion into the basement. Or devilish intrusion into the basement. I knew she was evil. I knew from the moment she spoke to me with her cloying words, her simpering tone with her smugger than anyone I've met other than a vampire. But Conrad, I thought earlier today 
even though you spoke of the need to interact with her, and I understand the death. I understand that. In fact, I desired it so many times. But did I not speak of keeping the peace in this town, in my town? What I did was keeping the peace. Was it now? Burning down a building the night after the vampires have done just the same to much of our city. Three idiots in the bottom were making a portal to hell. And you think that's worse than bringing hell to everyone who stays here? Who are you? She turns around, eyes tired, red around them. We could have protected them in the meantime. I'm not unaccustomed to being stationed next to a hellmouth. And here, preparing for everything to be lost, I was already worried about her death and the people who she maintained, who she had loyalty with. More people in this town than me. You don't have time to stand next to a hellmouth. Certainly not if she's still alive. I understand the death. It's regrettable, and I wish I could have avoided it until a situation where I could have executed her in a way that everyone would have known, that everyone would have abandoned their back on this evil amidst them. But (laughs) you have just brought the same panic I did everything to quell last night. A building burning down is not going to cause as much panic as devils rampaging through. With a threat we could handle, panic is not. All of my allies are out there right now, helping them come together and- Oh, and what about the one raising the dead? I'm dealing with that right now. I'm not deaf, Conrad. I heard your man, the failed duelist, as he spoke about your lax nature resolving this. And don't get me wrong, I understand doing what needs to be done. But if you're allowing him to build underneath your midst in ways that you're not restricting, are you dealing with it? Because all I've seen is more panic ever than before since you've come to this town. Are you finished? (sighs) What do you have to say for yourself? I've said what I have to say. Will you allow me to leave? Take all of them. Gladly. All those people you came in with, including the girl. I will handle the remainder of this myself. Mark my words, your city will be the better for this. If only we had the time to understand that we'd survive. For now, we must perform triage as best as possible. Very well. You want me to go? I'll go. I'm going to send a mental commander, Ruprecht, to stand outside the door. Okay. She stands there, glaring at you. Good, just three feet away. I'm going to head out, and I'm going to walk... Actually, probably just going to walk to Ruprecht in the stable, since that's where I'm going anyway to deal with uh, Faustus. Okay. You go downstairs, and as you do so, you find he's not there. Oh, hell no. Conrad. Yep. You feel warm. Uncomfortably so. Like some fire beneath your skin. And you can feel your breaths grow longer and almost jagged in the air. Man, tonight is a fucking shit show! (laughs) I said it earlier, but uh, it's been a very good campaign, guys. Uh, This is a good penultimate session. Uh, It's been very fun. I've loved you. I've loved playing a character who's actually happy, unlike me. Anyways. Going to drop down to a cross-legged position and attempt to meditate. I'm going to ask you to make a wisdom saving throw. And don't tell me what it is. Just record it. What? Don't tell you what it is. Not at this moment in time. What? Okay. Roll the dice, James. (laughs) Hold on. This is some whore shit. <laughs> Don't tell you what it is. Fine. Do you have I it have, down? I have it. Okay. We'll call an end to the session there. 
I'm only going to be responsible for the second and third most difficult things in this discussion. <laughs> I just well, there's lots of concerns currently, but they're none that can be answered. Oh, <laughs> real quick, can I share a quick chain of thought? Sure. Which was just thinking, okay, we need to get rid of this Inquisitor. Well, both, apparently, now. We need to get rid of this Inquisitor. <laughs> but then when he puts one in charge, I was thinking, who should we put in charge? And then I was thinking about, like, well, Stella survived inside that house for years. Why don't you put her <laughs> in charge then, man? <laughs> everything boils down to Indian's right. quotes for me. If, if, if we come to the next session, I say I forgot where I put the... Uh... The, the the save. Someone tell me Jim Rayner's forehead. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, feel free if you want to like send it in secret or anything. I just didn't want that to be part of the recording yet. <laughs> oh yeah, that's fine. Oh man, this is so good. Uh, anyway, any beat written for you? <laughs> a- any other thoughts before uh, we call you it into this session? You can still do it. It'll just be dog talk. Maybe Grove will translate for you. <laughs> 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 I need I like a side that. session labeled Adventures in Babysitting, which is just Stella and Illyria. Thank you very much. It's basically going to be her getting a slice of wolf steak and chewing at it for like a 30 minutes. I got your dog of wisdom on your ass. <laughs> he has a <laughs> notepad with pictures of Jimmy Rayner's face on it. Oh. I like think Rimmel looking at uh, Conrad changing and like seeing her mental list. Like Shalta slips down a little and Conrad slips up a little, and they're kind of wavering. God, I just want to say thank you all so much for continuing to play this game. This is some incredible bullshit. I planned a total like three like three events that would happen, and they have blossomed into the most extreme bullshit. <laughs> Gonna flip that wagon. <laughs> There's no one in it now. Well, there's some other dead dudes, but not the that dead dude. Like, you're just walking back? No, he's taking the wagon back, but, like, the Lady Voxer's gone now. No, no, he's fucking you in it. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So it sounds like we're just making jokes now, which is all well and good, but I think that's a good enough spot to call an end to the session proper. Good night, right. internet. Good night, internet. Good night, internet. I hope you'll come back to a whatever resolves next time. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs>